welcome back to shameless after 30 i am your creator curator and ambassador of good times thaam and this is shameless after 30 the podcast edition now in light of everything that has been going on in the world we have been seeing so much chaos corruption heartbreak heartache and just so much devastation going on and mainly it's being done right here it's being held right here it's being conducted right here in the united states of america a place that is known to be the great place the great place of unity the great place of love the great place of balance of cultures yet we are learning that sometimes it's not necessarily just that the history of our country has been known as the land of the free the land of the opportunity the land of the equality yet we are still battling those same obstacles we're still jumping those same hurdles that our ancestors have laid down for us for well over a hundred years we have fought side by side in the same war we have shed the same blood we have lost the same brothers sisters mothers uncles and fathers yet we are still not equal yet our life is still not held to the same standards of that of other cultures in this country we are living in a world where being black targets you where being black makes you public enemy number one. Everyone is against the black man. Everyone is against the black culture, yet they use our culture, yet they propaganda us, yet they value from our culture. All of the marching, all of the protesting that we are doing is to just bring light to this decade, to this era, to this generation of people that we have been fighting the same fight for well over a hundred years. We are not protesting just to be seen. We're not protesting just as a mean of, you know, being hip to the game or as a mean of being socially woke. No, we're protesting to give you the perspective of the black man, the perspective of the black woman in today's society as it has been in the societies of our ancestors, as our grandparents, their grandparents, and therefore and therefore. This country celebrates tons of different historic events, tons of different historic milestones. Yet when it comes to June 19th, that is a chapter in the history books that has been whitewashed and wiped away. Yes, in the books you will hear about slavery, yet you will never hear how it was originated, how it was started, how it funded lots of states, how our people being slaves has built this country how the labor work of these slaves has built some of your most historic landmarks we're always reminded about the depression of our people how we were hung from trees how we were uneducated how our men were savages how our women were used to be raped and reproduce other children for these slave masters how our women were used to nurture and nourish the babies of the slave owners how the kids were taken out of the arms of their mothers and sold to different plantations how we would have to run through the woods in order to escape for freedom without a map or sight only the stars to guide our way how we would rather jump off the ship and drown than to make it to land and be forced into slavery. Those are the constant stories used to illustrate our black history, yet they fail to enlighten you guys and educate you on our beautiful contributions to this country, how we had our own black Wall Street, how we had our own black owned hotels, our own black owned banks and restaurants, how we were of substance to this country, how we were great that is why we celebrate and hold June 19, 1865 to such a high standard because that was the day that we were truly free, which was two years after President Abraham Lincoln had declared that all slaves were free. 
for the world to truly understand why we march and protest and where we're going, they have to understand where we have come from. We are marching because the historical archives of this country has failed us. We are marching because our school systems have failed us. We are marching because sadly enough, the only way that our black history is being taught in the history books is when it's taught in inner city school. It's not being taught in preparatory schools or curriculum that are designed around SAT prep. It's being taught at schools that are focused on outreach programs that have gang related violence. Schools that focus more on athletic programs than it does the fundamentals of financial freedom and literacy. Schools and communities that focus more on the next football superstar than the next Robert L. Johnson, which was the first black billionaire in US dollars in American history. I read to you a quote by George Orwell. The most effective way to destroy people is to deny and obliterate their own understanding of their history. And with that being said, allow me to give you a brief history and our history, which is also the US history of Juneteenth, 1865. It has been recorded that January 1st, 1863, when Lincoln abolished slavery, he was said to have stated that slaves within any state or designated part of a state in rebellion shall be then, therefore, and forever free. But it was not until two years later, which is the significance of this celebration of our celebration of Juneteenth, when we were all free. So after being free from slavery two years prior, which was 1863, thanks to Lincoln, somehow in the midst of the Civil War and everything going on, Texas must have missed that great message from our lovely President Lincoln that all the slaves were free. So when General Gordon Granger wrote to Texas, he made a speech declaring that June 19th as the holiday of celebration of freedom. After the message of the good word from General Granger and his crusaders of this lovely message of freedom being spread to these slaves who did not know that they were free for two whole years in Texas, now we were able to migrate both north and south to start our new life. In celebration of our newfound freedom, our ancestors would dress in their best garments, they would sing and rejoice with one another, all done in public spaces such as parks and by lakes because that was the only grounds that was legal for them to congregate and celebrate decked out in their Sunday's best, as we would call it. Everyone would come together for a celebratory barbecue. They would indulge in red foods such as strawberries, strawberry pie, and strawberry soda as their drink of choice. And of course, a barbecue isn't complete without a decadent red velvet cake to accompany it. The color of red would symbolize the blood loss during the struggle of freedom or emancipation. This goes to show you when we mention a cookout, our cookouts isn't just something as a colloquialism just to be funny or just as a meetup just to get together. A cookout for us is symbolic for our culture. It is symbolic for our ancestors. It's because it was the only way that we were able to legally celebrate amongst each other, to celebrate being free, to celebrate not being slaves, to celebrate not being treated like animals anymore. We were finally put in a position where we could wear proper clothing. This is why we do our best when we step out. This is why we try to look our best when we step out because this wasn't always a luxury that was given to us. So when you see us and you refer to our swag or you refer to our garments that we're wearing, just understand it's not about the clothes we're wearing. It's about what it does to us. It's about how it makes us feel because it has been installed in us by our ancestors to take pride in how you look, to not walk out of the house looking any kind of way. Because back then our ancestors didn't have such luxury. They didn't have the luxury of just waking up and just going out into the world looking any kind of way. 
They were dressed in rags of filth to never upstage their slave masters. A cookout isn't just about the plates being passed and the food being served. A cookout is about celebration. This is about coming together as one. This is about love. This is about unity. This is about culture. It's bigger than just the barbecue with the charcoals and the flames and the hot plates and the ribs and the chicken. It's way bigger than that. Yes, chicken is our food of choice because that's all our ancestors had to eat. They were given the scraps off the tables of their slave owners. So excuse us if we do not choose filet mignon and surfing turf and lobster tails when we have our cookout. We choose our collard greens, our macaroni and cheese, our cornbread, and our fried chicken. Because that is the recipe for our culture. That is the food items of choice from our ancestors. Those are the things we only had to work with when we had nothing. We eat our watermelon and fried chicken in remembrance of our ancestors. We eat it with pride. We drink our red sodas with pride. Not because it's a stereotype, because that is the choice of our ancestors. Those were the drinks of choice of our ancestors because they did it in honor of the bloodshed for those that are not here to celebrate with us today. So as you get your grills ready for your future celebration, your weekend barbecues, just remember, these things were done in honor of our ancestors. These things were done in remembrance of them. These things we do in remembrance of our culture. We celebrate because these are the things that our ancestors have done for us. Thank you guys so much for listening. This was Shameless After 30. I'm wishing you guys lots of love, light, and lessons to be learned. And today, live today in honor of our ancestors. Be thankful and be blessed for all the beautiful history that we are learning. Uh, Be glad and thankful for your families. Just be blessed. You guys stay safe. And remember to always love one another, treat one another as you want to be treated. Thank you guys so much and enjoy your day.